The Myths of Selling to the Government If you're using traditional sales techniques to sell to government, you're doing it wrong. The podcast is brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions, selling and marketing to the government for years, quite successfully, thank you. Now, here's Rick. Hello and welcome. This episode is about emotional intelligence. Yes, you're in the right place. We're still talking about selling to government. As it turns out, understanding emotional intelligence can help you build your sales to the government. That's right. First, what is emotional intelligence? The ability, capacity, or skill to perceive, assess, and manage the emotions of oneself, of others, and of groups. In case you don't speak text-to-speech, emotional intelligence is the ability, capacity, or skill to perceive, assess, and manage the emotions of oneself, of others, and of groups. Perceive, assess, and manage the emotions of oneself and of others and groups. Got it. So, what does this have to do with selling to the government? A lot, as it turns out. We didn't realize it until recently, but a lot of our guidance for our clients and followers is related to emotional intelligence. We like to look at government sales as helping local, state, and federal governments solve problems and eliminate pain. In our world, if you can't do that, you can't make a sale. What creates more emotional response in someone than first having a problem, then solving it, and experiencing pain, then eliminating it? Think back to earlier episodes to see if you don't see a connection between government sales and emotional intelligence. Building relationships in government sales, building trust with government buyers, no selfish behavior in government sales, enhancing communications in government contracting. In government, it's all about the relationships, not the RFPs, and you need to really listen if you want to win government contracts. How can you possibly get to the, may I say, heart of these things without emotional intelligence? I found a fellow who knows a lot about not only emotional intelligence, but selling to government. There's a big misconception or myth, really, to kind of go with the brand of what you talk about, that government sales is a non-relationship-facing sales business, right? His name is Christopher Wright. By day, Chris is a senior public sector account executive for Samsara, a $428 million publicly held Internet of Things company. Chris has been selling to the government for years. Chris also hosts a podcast called The Right Mind. Get it? Christopher Wright, Right Mind? Chris's podcast focuses on mental health. He often talks about emotional intelligence in his Right Mind podcast, I had been thinking about emotional intelligence a good bit for another of my interests, and he helped me connect emotional intelligence and our approach to selling to the government. It really does require a very high level of, A, emotional intelligence to understand, is what I'm doing okay, and how do I do it? Because government sales is so relationship-oriented, it only makes sense that emotional intelligence is important. I need to know what am I thinking, what 
emotions are going through me about this deal. Do I need to refocus my energy? It's not a personal, this isn't personal, right? If they're getting quotes from somebody else, if they don't like something, I have to recenter and figure out, okay, what do I need to do to adjust? And how do I need to fix whatever said problem might be? Because ownership is a big piece of being successful, not only in business, but in your life. I had never planned to get into government sales. In fact, I would have said back in the day that selling to the government would be the last thing I'd do. But the turnaround consultancy I was working for had a client who sold to the government, and I was tapped to help set up a sales and marketing operation. I thought it would be a six-month project, and I would move back to my specialty. But I ended up staying there for quite a while, then was hired by the client company as VP of Sales and Marketing. We did quite well. It wasn't until I really started interacting with the company's clientele, cops and soldiers, that I found that I really liked working with them. Looking back, the emotion involved really surprised me and, in fact, motivated me. Think what you might. But cops and soldiers are emotional people. I learned that I needed to try to understand their emotions, their motivations for being interested in the product we were selling, which was non-lethal weaponry, specifically pepper spray for professional use. I couldn't become a member of the fraternity of cops and soldiers, but I could appreciate it and maybe even understand it. Talk to other successful government salespeople, particularly the ones who have been around for a while. You're going to hear a similar story. Hmm, <laughs> a bit touchy-feely. But the older I get, the more I realize how understanding emotion has been important to government selling success. Now, there's a term for it, emotional intelligence. Cool. And it's emotional intelligence that helps with your government sales relationships, says Chris. You have to be so much more ingrained in the relationship in this business than you have to in any other business, as far as I'm concerned, because there are so many moving parts and the relationship is tremendously harder to build here because there is so much red tape, right? So how are you differentiating yourself in a stale environment when there's so many people going in after these same contracts? Plus, you have to really care. You can't just pretend to care. You have to actually care about these people because they're going to be your customers forever. That's how the government works, right? And they're going to go, the guy at the VA is going to go to DOD or maybe his... His level went up and he wants to go to military or Department of Interior. He wants to go work there now and he's going to be a buyer, right? These people progress. They stay in the government forever, right? That person's going to know my number. He's going to know me. He's going to know about my family. He's going to know that I'm going to take care of him, right? And I think the same can be applied everywhere. But the relationship aspect of government is so, so critical. And there is this stigma of some kind or this perception that, oh, you know, it's just government money. Yeah, they're just going to spend the money. It's easy. It's not easy money. It's not because I, in my head, I am cognizant now more than ever of not only am I selling to the government. Yes, it's a great career. You can make great money. But how is this helping the taxpayer? Well said, Chris. Good lesson. Now, what's the deal with your podcast, The Right Mind? 
this is more of a way for me to help others connect with an audience um, to talk about how they manage difficult situations from a mental health perspective. So anxiety, stress, if you had trauma and you take that into your work life, we, we, we work our entire lives, right? So I've become an advocate for helping people understand that it's really okay to feel or be a certain way. I personally had a pile of trauma growing up. You know, my parents died. I, you know, a lot of very difficult, traumatic events at growing up as a kid that I went through. And I carried a lot of that with me into my 20s where I don't want to talk about this. People may look differently at me. I reacted to things differently than a lot of people, right? Anxiety and stress hit me at a much deeper level than maybe somebody who had a great upbringing, right? Because it's personal to me at that point. It's like, you know, I had a different childhood growing up. So things hit me a lot deeper. And that's really when I started investing in, okay, how do I work on myself? And one of those, one of the breaking points for me was, it just seemed to be open about it. There's nothing to hide. I mean, I'm me. People respect me. It's okay that I had all these crazy things happen in my life, right? And I've grown so much from it. And it's played a tremendous role in my success today. A lot of those traumatic events and things that happen shape the way I think. And I've leveraged that trauma to help me be successful. Thanks for sharing that with us, Chris. Convinced emotional intelligence will help you sell to government? I am. If you're not, let me know and know why. And please, everybody, stay in touch. Today's episode has been brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions. Getting government sold.